It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McElwain and Ryan Call are here. Hello. Oh man, it's week oh. one is done. We're going to do our week one review and Aaron Rodgers is dead. Uh, um, you, honestly, it's funny too, because I was thinking um, after my terrible game, uh, yeah. watching it and, and thinking about your terrible game and watching it with you. And it's just like, there's nothing worse than a week one <laughs> devastating loss. Uh, and yeah. it's not even a beat down because it's what it is. It's like you've, you've built this up all summer, right? Now all the mm-hmm. couple weeks leading up and the training camp and everything. And you're just so excited football's back. Yeah. And then your team just shits the bed right in front of you. And you're just like, you waited all the... Like if that happens mid-season, you can move on. It's like, ah, it's one game. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. But that first one just lingered. It just mm-hmm. lingered for days. And I was just... I'm now just kind of feeling better. This is why the podcast is late. I had to go into um, my darkness retreat. Come, and, coming, uh, out get, get, coming out of it. Coming out of it. I think I came out darker. Dark, yeah, I, darker. I can imagine. At least you didn't have that nut twist of actually having but, an opponent uh, in the room. You didn't have a Packers fan in the room with you. You, didn't, but you weren't even, watching with it, a Jets fan. No, it was even worse. I was watching it with two babies. I was watching it with like a one-year-old and a three-year-old. And I got the I was exactly like a Packers fan. I got I got the three-year-old on the laptop and yeah. he's sitting there like during the game. He's like, Daddy, can you change it? Daddy, can you change it? And I'm like, I'll change it when Josh Allen stops throwing interceptions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's like, so it didn't get changed. I was just getting fear. He was like, Daddy, I want milk. I was like, yeah. I want a confident offense. <laughs> and it's just that and it just said it's six in the morning and it was fucking miserable. Like every second of that game was miserable. I hate it. I hate the primetime games for living in London. You're gonna have Especially to TikTok you have your. Uh, you're gonna have to TikTok your your mornings because it sounds. Yeah. I think you'd get an audience. I think a lot of people would enjoy yeah, just, seeing you just smithering and just angry. Uh, yeah, just the kids child. want. Uh, Josh Allen's about to do a kid wants a, something, just stiff arm him. I just, it was awful. But oh. that's why at least hopefully this week at the six o'clock it's gonna be a bit more peaceful. It's gonna be. I can have a beer. I don't know if they sit and drink tea. With my, uh, you can drink beer. It's not the, the way football. It's not the way football should be. Should be done. To be perfectly honest with you, and then the worst part also is it's like if when you have like the nine o'clock game here, you go to bed, you sleep on it, you wake up, you're like ah whatever. This mm-hmm. is like from six in the morning all day, just like what the fuck was that? I watched. Yeah. It, it's way worse. It's, everything about it was worse. <laughs> well, so, I mean, maybe, maybe you got to change the timing of it, or or uh, quickly check the score first to see if you're in for a disappointment. Or I just have to wait till my team becomes shit again, where they just put them at one o'clock forever. Yeah. And, well, the Jets, the Jets will be rescheduled. Um. So let's go through some of the games. Anyway, we'll start, we'll start with the six o'clock game. Well, I, I don't mind starting. We could start uh, with the Bears Packers because we well, might as well. Um, no, third, no, that's a six. Yeah, that's not. A that six. was a six. Uh, it, it was a game. Right? That was, it was a nine o'clock game. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll go. Ahead, we'll start with the six o'clock games because they were shit. Let's go with the Browns Bengals. All right. Um, man, Bengals. Oh. Joe Burrow, money man. Uh, what happened there? And then Browns didn't even look that good either. I mean, these days was a rainy, crappy day. Let's be honest with it. Deshaun Watson. There. Uh, um, the running game was there, but the Bengals just. What was that? Well, it was, again, I kind of think this is what we saw last season, right? Like Joe Burrow missed all of training camp. They came out, I think, 0-2 last year. Just, yep. you know, just didn't look like it was right. Look, he looked like a guy who hadn't been practicing, who had, hadn't thrown yeah. a ball in like two years. He 
he looked like Deshaun from last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like 80 yards, like just signed that big contract, you know, rivalry. The problem is we're, what we're seeing is that no quarterback can play in rain. Like once the rain comes, every quarterback just becomes absolute shit. It's just not, it's just, there's just something about it. It's, whenever you see it, just do not play anyone. But I think it's just a guy who who didn't practice, who's going to get better, but it might take a couple weeks. The problem is you got these big divisional games right early mm-hmm. and you've got to win these and you can't really afford to have these kind of weeks off and give credit to the Browns D, which is just yeah. toying with them, it looked like. You yeah. know, you saw that one about Miles Garrett where he's playing basketball through his legs and yeah. then just comes and just destroy. It was just a it was an absolute uh, smoke show by them. Yeah. It's 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 you know, and it's good for Cleveland fans because that is to your point, the defense does look good. And if they if they can get a few things right, they they could have scored more points there. You know, there, there was a lot of things left on the table. It was all field goals, it seemed it was Hopkins. It was kicking everything. I mean, well, you know, Burrow had a QB rating of 52 and a half. Deshaun Watson was only at 63 and a half, uh, 67.3. He was 16 for 29, 154 yards, a touchdown interception. I mean, yeah. he wasn't that great. Through a um, terrible interception. Yeah. Um, again, it was just what we kind of have seen from them is just the consistency of Chubb. Like every time our, Chubb another plays, 100 yard game, 106. Yeah. Yard game. That's what he does. One and, fumble. You know, yeah. Yeah, I had the fumble, but that's all right. Listen, that in that weather, you know, you're gonna sometimes drop it. Um, but to me, it just showed that that Cleveland defense is for real. Again, I think the thing with Deshaun Watson is he has Amari Cooper, but he doesn't really have anyone else. And you question whether like Amari Cooper is not like you know Stefan Diggs or Devontae Adams. He's like not he's a number yeah. one, but he's like, but he's not like gonna change the game. He's gonna have a couple of good games. They've they they severely lack passing weapons, kind of seeing it across the league. Um, you saw it with um, Buffalo. They yeah, got, I mean, I don't know. I think they've got some depth. They do have a bit of depth on, on the Browns. They just I have don't know. They got Peoples Jones and Njoku, and we've been waiting for Njoku to have a breakout season for his whole career. So we're always waiting for tight ends to break out, and almost none of them do. No, I know. Except and they Travis, were hitting, except I mean, Travis Kelsey, who's now dating Taylor Swift. Whoa. So he is completely. He is completely. Um, I'm already I'm already playing gone that to party. another stratosphere. He's already gone to another stratosphere of fame. Yeah. Um, fame He's going to have a new swagger. Uh, please. Don't we all need to see that? Um, other bit of uh, fame. Nick Bosa gets paid. And what a hell of a day for the 49ers. The Steelers just look limp. You picked him to win this one. I did. Wrong. And uh, it was over within the first 10 minutes. You know, it was just done. Um, I was not alone. It is just another reminder that the preseason is meaningless and has no, as nothing only good for young. It, it should just be let the young guys play, like kind of like a little mini tournament to make the league, like almost like a reality show, turn it into. Sure. There's only a couple of them. Because uh, you saw the Jets guy from Hard Knocks who then ended up doing the punt return at the end of the game. Yeah. So you do see some, some good stories. It's all about stories. stories. But oh man, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh were bad. They couldn't. It just felt right off the gate. It was just San Francisco just do what they want. Purdy, the non-believer yeah. here, has just had to watch him just go down. I and I was surprised he just easily went up and he down. Was I think it was more. He was solid. He was you know they had a good good and um, it, it was over. You know they they could have they could have put a bigger beating on him. But um, thirty to seven. Um, what yeah. I want to see is 
from Purdy, I guess, is that I want to see Purdy in a shootout. Like Purdy has to go toe to toe because it feels like all Purdy's wins when he was winning last year, they were just beating him because they had that defense that mm-hmm. could just swarm and smother. That's just like Purdy just had to do do his thing. He throws two touchdowns, maybe throws a pick, but but he's consistent and he's solid. Yeah, no but picks, when it two comes, touchdowns. Yeah. When it comes that when they play another high-powered offense, I want to see if he can go toe-to-toe, and then I will be a Purdy believer. Well, I think it was also, you know, when we talk about the Pittsburgh defense and TJ Watt, that it didn't seem to be a factor. They didn't seem to he, – he had lots of time. 19 for 29, 111 QB rating. I mean, he was able to spread the ball around. Brandon Ayuk picked me up some good fantasy points. Yeah, um, me too. And for, for you know, Christian McCaffrey – uh, 152 yard day. Uh, Najee Harris has stopped. He was limited to 31. I mean, McCaffrey had his way with them. And so when you think about it, this was supposed to be a good test of defenses. And it wasn't a yeah. test at all because it was actually the, the 49ers offense that, that really, you know, did the demo here. So, um, yeah. And, and now you have Pittsburgh yeah. lost K- 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 Cameron Hayward, who's now injured. So it's yeah. a big loss. Uh, on, on Deontay their... Johnson as well, who was out as well, and Deontay Johnson. So, so he's eight, out for four Antonio games Brown's at least. Already, yeah, Antonio Brown's already putting feelers out there on Twitter about yeah. getting back band back together. I'm sure. Bring me back. <laughs> Bring me back. First, you got to pay off my lawsuits. Yeah, uh, right. This pay game. Bills. This game didn't see like it would be much. Arizona Cardinals, Washington <laughs> Commanders. Um, but it turned out to be not. You know, a, a crazy show. Twenty to sixteen, Washington gets the win, but the commander, or, or sorry, uh, Cardinals didn't didn't go out quick. I mean, they put up a bit of a fight. Joshua Dobbs, twenty one for thirty, hundred and thirty two yards. I don't know. Um, I mean, what do you expect, right? Like, it just shows you there's no tanking in the NFL. Like, yeah. Arizona came to play, especially mm-hmm. their defense. Their defense was able to, you know, they got defensive touchdown. They were able to put pressure on Howell, who made his debut. Like, it wasn't a great. Debut. No. Um Washington they defense, just again yeah. They they they're just a weird team because they don't like the running game's fine. The receivers, it seems like even though like Terry McLaurin's always picking up injuries, and we just we're always kind of waiting for Dotson and McLaurin to have these like massive years. And we'll see. It was just an average kind of Washington game, like the kind that they've had for the last few years, and they kind of sneaked the victory out of this. So you know, they should be happy, but it was nothing. But at least it'll show Arizona's at least going to fight. Yeah, they don't. They, they, there's no tanking. From they're cagey. These guys. They're cagey you know a bit, which is the good. GM yeah. can do everything they can to try to strip it for parts, but these yeah. guys are fighting for their lives and their paychecks. So, yep, and it's a competitive league, and everyone wants to get shown. And and uh, Arizona, you know, uh, good on them for for keeping it close at least. Um, you know, also kept it close and kept it going even more. Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat Minnesota. I called this one. I was right. Uh, turns out also at halftime, admittedly, Baker Mayfield uh, was able to read their hand signals and was able to translate them to everybody. Um, they gave me Baker's like, I know what they're saying. I know exactly what they're saying. And then like came and told everyone, he's like, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this. And everyone's like, holy crap, he really knows. Um, and they were able to take advantage of that. Um, but, you know, Minnesota could not get anything going. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay, uh, they looked all right in this one, you know. Um, they looked fine, yeah. Again, they looked. It was just such a classic Minnesota game, wasn't it? Right, yeah. you're already gonna. This is, this is kind of why you saw the, um, 
uh, Stefan Diggs kind of won out of Minnesota because it's like it's just this mediocrity that always just hovers above it. Even with Kirk Cousins, it's like Justin Jefferson, like who had like 130 yards at half, yeah, and then finished with only like 150, 150. Just I mean, that, and this is and he's already kind of getting. He didn't get his he didn't get his contract at market which he was looking for, and I think he. He's kind of now you're starting to see him kind of be pissed, and it's like you get another Minnesota guy who wants uh, out after Diggs. Uh, so I'm a bit and Madison didn't look great, mm-hmm. you know. Cousins just yards, was, yeah. even though he threw for like 300 yards, as he 344 always does. yards. It's, I mean, it's just, it doesn't. How do you do 344 yeah, yards and get 17 like points? 344 yards, and you've got exactly exactly 17 points <laughs> that's the question it's like how do you do that how how do you like, have justin jefferson with 150 150 yards and you're still only getting 17 points out of this you know it's just what the hell are you doing and it's yeah. like it, it, the defense was fine it was a bucks defense was fine in san francisco's defense yeah oh my god that it's yeah it's uh but you got to bad that you got to bad that they got to up this their is game. what makes it last year minnesota Last year, Minnesota won all these games. Yeah. And luck very rare to the next year. Like, if you have a year where you have like a shitload of the next year, you're probably going to drop. Like, you rarely go up. Yeah. Uh, so it's the same thing with that. They're going to lose a lot more close games now, and then they're not going to be 12 and 5. Yeah. No, no, I, I understand that. And apologies eight, to everyone nine. for Ryan's audio. He's he's a bit blurby here. We're, you're, you're cutting in and out for a sec, bud. Not sure if you're moving, but Am I? Um, yeah, it was a little, no? a little bit. It was a little bit blurbly, but that's all right. We'll keep moving on to the next game. We're moving uh, to the AFC South high scoring game. Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts, uh, 31 to 21 here. Uh, man, the Colts, you know, they, they looked all right in this one, but it was also the Jaguars. You sort of wonder what was happening there because uh, it was a little closer than I think people thought. It, it took a while for you know the fourth quarter until actually the the two scores that actually put them ahead. Uh, you know, thanks to Tanks Bisbee and Travis Etienne. Yeah, exactly. Like Richardson looked, you know, he didn't throw up on himself, which is great. Which is what you want out of a debut. He kind of looked all right. He got got especially fantasy wise, he was a pretty decent play. Yeah. Um, and Jags, again, this is just one of those things. They don't have a great defense, so they're going to have to shoot out. The one thing you could be happy about is that Calvin Ridley looks like that is the real, like that yeah. was that thing of like, how good is this guy going to be? He's been out for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. And they came out and looked great. So that's only going to get better. So I think the fact that, you know, for a bit, you were kind of wondering, because like, Indianapolis is going to pull off this upset where it was kind of like, I think, again, like if you're a Jacksonville fan, you just wanted them to come out and just put up 40 and just look smooth and everything. And I think Lawrence got there in the end, but it was a bit of a slow start with them. Yeah. You know what? I think Anthony Richardson for his first time outing, you know, he's 24 for 37, 223 yards. I don't think he was that bad, you know, can, can considering uh, the the running game was nothing. I mean, I think their leading running guy was Jake Funk. Um, so, but I I, I think for for you know Colts they got to feel okay. You know, even though you got a toxic owner, they kept it close for a bit. I, I thought this would be more of a blow, and it wasn't until the fourth quarter, as again until they finally did you know get it down. They got the running game. They pushed it down. You know, it was Tank Digsby that stupid thing where he gets the ball slapped out of his hands, uh, thinking the play was dead. Um, that was dumb. Um, you know, but that's a rookie and, and, and hopefully, you know, someone should 
yeah, yeah, big show. Um, but I've also got him in fantasy. So, um, <laughs> uh, good, good for the Jags or to get a win. Um, and you got to build on it though. Um, a lot to learn. Well, uh, they got a big game again next week. They got Kansas City, so it's going to be yeah. uh, rivalry. Be a huge, a huge game, I think. Oh yeah, they, they they don't like you know knocking them out. So, um, uh, this game was uh, a really interesting one. Tennessee Titans fifteen, New Orleans Saints sixteen. Um, I did call again, uh, Tennessee. Uh, to I thought Tennessee would win it, but at least they covered it. Uh, but this one was uh, tight. I mean, man, um, back and forth um in it 16 15 battle of field goals and crap um three interceptions um it was a big day for stacks too i mean daniel jones kind of it kind of just felt that these quarterbacks were kind of both like oh yeah this is kind of who they are like their card didn't come out and just show like the raiders were the bad situation like he's been playing bad badly the last couple of years and then he kind of just didn't look any better like, like i just cut him on one of my fantasy teams i'm like i'm not having this my back yeah like he's not gonna put up the points he just doesn't it doesn't seem like he's gonna take you to the next level they were fine to win this again and Tannehill the same way and i think he's got like a couple more games like this and they're just gonna pull the plug mm-hmm. move to the next guy they do have uh, willis and um levi i think will levis so will levis as well that you can go the rest of the year get a high draft pick get another weapon and deandre hopkins is going to regret this decision of saying hey let's go to tennessee because if they play like the way they did against that um it's going to be a long year i think for tennessee because they did not they did not look like they looked like kind of like an old team that just even though henry looked fine he looked good Mm -hmm. but they didn't look like they were going to do any damage, especially with Tannehill quarterback. It's it's both teams seem to have really bad offensive lines, and it's hard to tell when when you have two bad offensive lines. You're like, wow, their offensive lines are both bad. I'm man, the pressure just getting to them, uh, the three sacks, but man, it, it was all like they're all over them. Um, and it, to the same point, the defense, you know, the 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 they were able to get the the ten, Tennessee Titans defense was able to rattle Carr. Um, I don't know. I mean, when you have, I look at back at the Bears and we'll get into that. But when you have really bad offensive lines, you're it's sort of a you know it's a, you're never going to go anywhere to start with. You know, like it's, I guess you're just going to we'll get smoked when, before the line. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see when Kamara comes back and see how that makes it a bit better. Carr has let that little safety valve, but well, he can only block so really, much. You know, I wasn't really impressed with Carr. I wasn't like, oh, he's back. It was the Raiders. This guy's got a couple no. good years, but he looked like Derek Carr. He did. Um, you know who's looking good? Well, l- looking a little bit. Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G rolled into mile high. Um, gets a win. Uh, goes 20 for 26, 200 yards, two touchdown interception, but a QB all, rating 107.9. He was looking good. All Jimmy G does is win football games. And Russell Wilson is still cooking salmonella because that 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 pork ain't going. Uh, out to the, the, well, he started out kind of okay. I love how the game started out with a Sean Payton onside kick, which is yeah. just great. Like the ballsiness of just, like, oh yeah, I'm back. He's like, yeah. I'm back, baby. I'm back, it's baby. gonna, it's, it's gonna be chaos. Professor yeah. Chaos is coming back. Um, so, <laughs> but it was just again, it was an ugly game. I think you saw Denver, just a team that limited weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, and an Oakland team, kind of the same. They got Jacoby Myers, who did get two touchdowns, but 
He also did get knocked out of the game. He was like out cold. Oh yeah, that him. was he was scary. like holding the ball, and he yeah. was just like looking off into space. So the fact that I don't think he's going to be back probably next week for sure. The way concussions are going, I can't imagine he's going to be back. So that's going to be a big loss for them. But for Jimmy G, Jimmy just just did what he does. He just goes out there. He doesn't. He's not going to wow you. He's not going to. He's going to keep you in the game, and hopefully your defense can make some plays. But he's not going to run up the score. He's he's you're just going to have to survive with Jimmy G. And just like he was born as a beautiful man, he just is born with a lot of luck too. He just always seems to squeak, squeak yeah. these victories. He's just a winner. He's just a winner. <laughs> There's nothing you can say about Jimmy G. It's all coming up, Jimmy G. It's all that's, coming up. To, it's all coming up, Jimmy G. No, but I mean, for, but he's got two Super Bowl rings. But just the idea that'd be a good sitcom. It's all coming up, Jimmy G. Like he just yeah. everything just falls his way. But until you know, he gets old, well, until he gets, he's like, just, why doesn't everyone want to sleep with me anymore? Because <laughs> you're old, Jimmy. You're yeah, old. You still have it. He um, <laughs> didn't get smoked. Uh, I mean, it looked good. He was able to spread the ball around. Uh, yeah, Myers going down, that was horrifying, uh, him holding the ball. I was thankful, because at one point you're like, God, I hope no one tries to grab the ball, you know, because it's like the guy's laying there, uh, thankfully. <laughs> like, Got it! You know, like, oh, come on! Um, but uh, Denver, I don't know. I, I, what, what can they do? I, I don't, and this was like a, a Raiders team that, you know, you sort of, yeah, they were had a two and a half point spread of them, and, and you know, the Raiders probably could have beat them by more. Um so, you know, Raiders looking all right. They're, they're the only undefeated team in the West. So got to got to keep that up for them. Um, but all, all in all, I mean, you know, I think they're both up for quite a few more losses to come. We'll move on to the next game. Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> I don't think I don't think either team is going to be great. But uh, it would just be interesting to see how long Sean Payton puts up with uh, Russell Wilson before he's like, that's it. Uh, I'm out. Serenity um, now. He's Serenity now, exactly. Um, here's a game uh that got us lots of points, uh 70 or 70 points exactly. Uh Dolphins, Chargers. Shoot oh. out Tua. Oh, um, if you had Tua and you had Tyreek Hill on your fantasy team, tandem, I guarantee you won. There, I don't think there was anything if you had Ayuk on top of that, there was nothing that could touch touch you. Um wow. Uh, Tyreek Hill was just on fire. Tua, 28 for 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. It was nuts. It was like watching a video game, like when a guy was just too good at a video game and constantly had the fastest. Like he could only play with the best player in the game because he could just always win. And that's what it must be to have Tyreek Hill on your team. He is insane. Crazy. And what what really, what what I don't really understand is, is, is that last year, the Chargers were the team that just totally made Tua throw up on himself. Like, they just, they did all these things that mm-hmm. they were able to confuse him and play well. And this season, they just did the complete opposite this game. They did, they, the guys were just open everywhere. And like, I don't know if that was Mike McDaniels or, because I have a, you know, my disdain for Brandon Staley and he's going to ruin no. Herbert if they, if they keep letting him you play have a, this what, team. But, but Tua was just, you got to give him credit. You know, I'm a Dolphins hater, but he yeah. was balling out there. He was just putting it everywhere. The timing of how they play, mm-hmm. like it's just going, just lets it rip when you. Like, it's just, it's it's a it's a fun thing to watch when you saw that. Like 
it's I know all the one thing I guess you could concern about is that all the talk about the Fangio defense and he still got lit up for 31. Yeah. So what didn't feel like is this is the way Miami's gonna have to play the big shootout every game. You know, I think they're well equipped to do it because even with their offensive line, which was like one of the question marks, it didn't even give up a sack. Like, how does with like injuries with their left tackle out, Bosa and Khalil Mack can't get their hands on Tua? It's like to me, I don't know what Brandon Staley was doing out there, but or this team is doing, but I, I'd be more worried if I was a, a Chargers fan coming after that one because it just felt like another oh, classic Chargers doing your thing. Chargers, Chargering. And that's exactly what they did. And Miami just, just I can't wait to see them, especially next week up against uh, Belichick, to see what Belichick does. And if they're able to kind of <laughs> move the ball <laughs> like they did, that's going to be like, I, that's a Sunday night game. So I think that's going to be a great game to watch with my children. On <laughs> yeah. No frustration. Well, Cause I'm going to hate both teams. So I'm just going to want it to be like zero, zero or something. Okay. You can maybe get like nominate one of your children for each of the teams, you know, Ethan gets to be the dolphins and, and Josh gets to be in the Patriots. And then, you know, however you're angry, you get directed at them. Um, Look, the defense on both sides. Absolutely horrific. And I, you're right, man. I, I, phew, the Chargers D, you, what the hell? Like, you're, how are they able to get, obviously, anytime Tua lights you up, you're like, how are he able to get that much room? But how was he? And, and how did they able to, like, just spread that ball around? You're right. Where's Bosa? The secondary. Oh my God. What's going on? With no, that? this is, this is like, especially if it's coming off of last year's debacle of a comeback that they gave up 28 points and then it's one of those things where it's like you should have fired her then you should have mm-hmm. fired now you have another year it's just going to be a waste and you're going to make another year like keenan allen's older mike williams gets injured um so it just it feels they should have fired him then and now they're going to face the repercussions of sticking with this guy because clearly he did nothing to fix the defense it's kind of like the opposite of when we talk about the Bills, where the Bills just came out, ended the year on such an offensive funk, and then mm-hmm. came into it with an even worse performance. Um, so it's it's just if you're a Charger fan, I I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, hopefully I don't they can really fix it. It's it. only week one. It's only week one. I, yes, it, it is the, only week one. The interesting thing, and I think that Miami has to worry about, is the run yards they gave up. Austin Eckler threw in 117 yards before he was injured. And then Joshua Kelly comes out and does the same thing, throws up another hundred. You're like, holy man, like how do you, they could not stop the run gush. Nah. I mean, and obviously it's a good thing for the Chargers to have such, you know, that both of them are just dynamic in their, in both of their own ways. Um, the old men are, are the wide receivers of the Chargers. You know, again, you're sort of like, Ugh. Listen, everything's there. Everything's there. But then again, you had like J.C. Jackson who did um, the the most idiotic move in football history with that pass interference at the end of the third, at the end of halftime with no time left. And what to happen? They lost by two. So it's like gave them an automatic discipline. A lot of discipline. That's what I mean. It's like, what is going on over here? So if you're a Charger fan, you must just be just sitting there like, this is going to be a disaster. We're going to win a few enough games to not get a good draft pick. Yeah. Because we're too good to to be like three and fourteen. I it's, think it's you're gonna be like eight and nine, seven and ten, nine and eight. I think it's, it's week one, man. I'm I'm not too worried about them. I think that was 
against the Miami team. It was an exciting game. You know, in a 70-point game, you lose by two. Um, you know, it was close. And there were so many times that they could have just finished it, um, and they didn't. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of discipline, a lot of just week one crap. But I, I think both teams, you both look at them and like, ooh, you know, whoever you face next um, should be scared. Uh, the false pretenders were at home. Sorry, the Seattle Seahawks were at home. Um, mm. Walking away as the, you know, underrated uh, Rams came in and just raided the heck out of them, 30 to 13. Matt Stafford having fun here. Um, Seahawks not able to get anything together uh, in any way. Um, Stafford, yeah, 334 good. yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, you know, had some good rushing. He had 2-2 Atwell, uh, 119 yards. Um, you know, but it was also the defense that really <coughs> stepped up on here. Um, not looking good for any way uh, for no, Seattle in this especially- game. Yeah, especially for, I guess, the people that were just like, was Geno's thing a one-year thing that gives them a bit of ammunition because they, they got to beat the Rams. You know, they know this team. They're at home. They got the home the home field, of one of the loudest places to play. So, and again, you held Stafford to no touchdowns, but it's yeah. like you couldn't do anything. They couldn't move the ball. Um, they had no run, running game. Kenneth Walker was fine, but to me, again, the whole thing is just going to rely on Gino. Is he going to take a step? Is he going to regress? It was that a one-year thing. And every week, it's just going to be um, – and he's going to play tougher teams. And and if that – again, again, with the preface everything, that's week one because everyone has to believe that this is just a one-week thing, <laughs> me included with my bills. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'd be – but I would definitely – I think if you're a Seattle fan, the idea that Gino might just become – the Gino you feared is always going to be in, in the back mm-hmm. of your mind. Like, how could it not? Um, so I, yeah, again, they have the weapons. They just, they got to do better. Like they got, again, Rams had no receivers. They got to be better in this. They have, they have a better secondary. Um, but to me, it was just a big disappointment across the board on Seattle. Just, they just didn't look like they were ready to play. Yeah, I was like limp dip McGrick. Uh, you know, there was nothing there. Uh, and, and you know, you sort of look and go, in this division, when you look at the way Arizona fought, and if you think Arizona against Seattle, which, you know, at the start of the season, you think, holy crap, the Seattle will blow them away. After that game, I think Arizona would do better against Seattle. They just didn't – Arizona played with more fire, and Seattle was not playing with really any sort of fire. The Rams were just sort of toying with them in a way, and the Rams weren't even that good. Um, they just—it's going to make betting even harder next week. It was sort I, of a bad football game where a bad football team won, but they were against some of the other teams. You could see them not. It's like, well, these—it's like a high school game when there's NFL going on. You know, it just felt a bit askew. Um, this game, though, let's let's talk the the Eagles and Patriots and uh. You know, Patriots, man, they or they kept this one close. And I, I thought, you know, I bet the Patriots would, but the Eagles finally pulled away. Um, you know, well, they got a few did. injuries. That they they let them just hang in there. Like, yeah. Again, they were up 16, 16 points early. and 16 points in the first quarter. And then you, you let New England come back with 14. And then the, the second half, you know, there's only 15 points in the whole second half. You got 30 in the first half, 15 in the second half. Um it was a game of field no. goals after. 
Well, again, I, I just think you had uh, like Mac Jones for three hundred against this Philly defense, especially a defense that that has that offensive line or yeah. defensive line against that Patriots offensive line. So the fact that Mac Jones is able to throw um, should be concerning. Uh, you know, Hurts didn't look great. Is no. you know, he had that bad fumble in the yeah. second half that gave the Patriots a chance to come back. They were just sloppy turnovers. It was just one of those games like. When he used to watch the Patriots with Tom Brady and like, yeah. and a team would have the lead and they would do everything in their power to give Patriots a chance to win. They'd throw up on themselves. Yeah. Like the Colts would do that punt with no one blocking. Um, it was just like, it just felt like that old Patriots type of football where you're just like, oh, you're just going to give them a chance, continually give them a chance. And luckily they, they escaped because I think yeah. they, they probably deserve to lose, and the Patriots did really well to kind of stay in that game. They did, um, and it was interesting seeing Tom Brady there with with Robert Kraft, and obviously he gets his name number retired. And I'm sure you know Kraft probably hit. You, you sure you don't want to come back? You, you sure you don't want to come back? Until Tom's like, <laughs> like no, one I'm more time, and York. I punch you I'm in the nuts, buddy. One more time. Um, it was good. I mean, I I do like it because there's that Alabama boys connection. Both of them are quarterbacks at Alabama, Hertz and Mac Jones. So they've got that. I do love that rivalry between two friends um, that are competitive. And you could see it. Mac Jones, his eyes, eh, he had a bit more fire in it. But it was like he was playing the guy that maybe got his job, you know. Um, it, it was a fun game, I thought, uh, to see, you know, especially in the weather. Um, but the you know, the Patriots showed some heart. There was some, just some week one stupidness that I think Belichick would, will probably agree on. But, um, you know, for Philadelphia, it's a bit concerning, but also I think for the AFC East, a bit concerning because maybe he prepped, you know, Belichick prepped for this one for a lot, but they, uh, they played tough and, and only lose, you know, they lost by five. Um, but it, it, obviously we know it could have been a lot closer than that. And it actually could have been a, a whole you know different story. You know, if the Patriots uh, would have gotten it their way, which they're close to doing. Tough game, but uh, it was good all around. Let's move on to it. There was another game uh, that happened in, in Chicago. Um, oh, this, there, yeah, I remember that this was tough to watch. <laughs> this was tough to watch, which I think is now, obviously I'm, I'm going to put it out there as the worst defense uh, in the league. Um, the Chicago Bears. Um, the Green Bay was fine, but we were horrible. You know, they, <laughs> it, it wasn't, we were horrible. You know, the Bears were just bad. Um, and, you know, credit to Love, but I think that, you know, they're going to have a wake-up call this week. But they did play well. Um, and we were just, just the defense and everything was just just a bunch of morons. So many penalties, just stupidity, um, yeah. play calling. Um, it was and- just worst case scenario, like everything that you did. There was a couple of, I think uh, there's a lot of teams that had their worst case scenario happen. And the Bears mm-hmm. was that oh, yeah. field didn't look great. The offensive, yeah, the the offense couldn't move. The Claypool doesn't even look like he wants to it be. It wasn't out even there. there. Like the DJ I, the, I couldn't get to DJ Moore. The oh. defense looked terrible. Like it just, and it was against the Packers. It was like, yeah. and you made Jordan Love look everyone yeah. being like, we got another guy for 20 years. It's like, calm down, one game, one yeah. game. Against the Bears, a team you kind of do own. Um, mm-hmm. I, we'll see. They got Atlanta, I think, next week, Green Bay. But yeah. uh, listen, the fact that 
They did that without Christian Watson. It's just, yeah, it's just bad on the Bears. There's just nothing you can really say. They made the Packers look like they're just going to be another powerhouse. They made their defense, especially like Rashad Gary was just causing chaos back there. Yeah. Just fumbled, turnovers, every it was just oh, it was ugly to watch. It was <laughs> um and I know I know what ugly to watch is. I had to watch the Bills play. So it was just did not it was not a fun game for a Bears fan because you're like, oh, so nothing's gonna change this year. And the good thing is is that at least it's not like Fields sucked so bad, and one of these top quarterbacks just went out there and mm-hmm. played like you know, like like Tom Brady, and no one's ever seen before. So it's not there's time for Fields, but he didn't look good. He looked confused. He looked he couldn't get it to the receivers, and you know he's got to do better, especially and they, you know and Bears running game isn't really there. Mm-hmm. Khalil Herbert's fine, but he's not like a number one running back. It's just it just feels like. This team's a bit of a mess right now, and it still needs a lot of work. Yeah, look. So, I mean, it was 10-6 at halftime, right? And and so at that point, you think there's a chance we're not getting it together. There's obviously Claypool looks like a he doesn't want to be there. Like he's like wants to TikTok and 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 it's not able. It's like and and I got to admit like watching fields as your quarterback it's like you ever have that moment where you're dating someone you're like is this person ugly like is is this an ugly like maybe i'm maybe i've chosen a, like and i don't know you start questioning it's like oh, maybe i have made the wrong choice i don't know i think it was a bit of a blip the problem was that in the second half whatever the hell happened to get to allow 28 points uh, it was all their defense. It was just these cluster clucks of stupidity on the Bears' part yeah. to not do anything. And the defense was just ridiculous. Like, you, what are you doing? There was nothing there. The offensive line, like, again, you sort of look and go, as a Bears fan, all I really hope we fix is our offensive line or our defense. We've got a few weapons. And you sort of look in this game, it's like, gee, you did nothing. Like, every, you actually, it seems even worse than last year. Yeah. Um, the mental errors, I, I don't know if it was however they got in the kitchen, but it was those 28 points. To me, what I would say is the Packers played well, um, but it was exacerbated by our own ineptitude. Yeah. I think we'll be able to rebound listen, next week. But the, it's I don't a week think that, one. Yeah. And I don't, relax. Got, I don't think the Packers what are, what are were as great. It was just they capitalized on a lot of stupidity. I think when they face a good defense – it's it's going to be a different story. Um, oh, yeah, I because think you know you know bad. you're basically they faced the, the high school defense. It's it seemed like they they have their way with us. It's like uh, yeah. you know it, it was just embarrassing. Embarrassing again. Yeah, it's one of those things you wait all year, and if you bought tickets for that game, you must have been like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, someone's <laughs> house was getting had feces yeah. thrown on it. Speaking yeah. of feces thrown at things, hey, how about those New York Giants? As someone, as a Bears fan, um, you look at Giants fans and go, man, maybe this isn't your year. Um, But maybe it was just the defense that had their way with them. Um, It was the the Cowboys defense in a way. They got me me 35 points in fantasy. Just ridiculous. 40 40 in some of them. Seven sacks. I mean, Mike Parsons, uh, man, when he gets his contract renegotiated, just oh dump God, a truckload of money at this man's house because yeah. 
they were having fun with them. Like it was just, and you just sort of go, what the heck is going on there? Um, yeah, again, coming and Dak wasn't that great. He was 13 for 24, 143 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, uh, Daniel Jones, okay, big money man, 15 for 28, 104 yards, two interceptions with a QB rating of 32.4. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. And no, even Pollard only got 70 yards. Barkley gets 50 yards. Again, Waller, I think five the yards. Giants, Giants are another one of those teams. I think that even though they made the playoffs and everyone kind of had the expectations, you're like, all right, calm down. Like we got into the playoffs, but you know, there's still a lot of question marks. You got Waller, who's now got like a nerve hamstring thing. Of course he does, because Waller's always had a problem with injuries the last couple of years. And it's gonna make it even harder for Dan Jones, who they gave 40 million to, and then he just ends up doing that. It just feels like that the offensive line just got absolutely owned. It was just like Darren Jones, every time he went back to pass, he was literally just being almost murdered. It, it was, was it was painful to watch. If you're a Giants fan, like, oh my, I wouldn't even have I don't know when I would have turned that off, but it would have yeah. been it would have been before the end, that's for sure. <laughs> I think like, there, it was, I there might have been a cokehead in their locker room because it's it snorted all their lines. Like there was no lines there. They had nothing, you know, like your offensive line. uh, They just couldn't do anything. The the Cowboys, you know, and and the Cowboys, again, weren't scoring like it will. It was just, you know, you look at uh, nobody really scoring. Um, But I don't know. I think it's one of these things that a rematch is going to be closer. Um, But the Giants, they are the ugly girlfriend, I think, maybe now, um, because maybe this is the reality that they could be the worst. I don't know. Too early to tell? Oh. I'm not sure. The rest of New York State uh, was uh, watching the highest-rated Monday night football, I believe, in history. Um, I know the Thursday night might have been as well. Um, yeah. Everyone's so desperate for football. New York Jets. Um, it's like Hulk Hogan coming down with the, the American flag. Oh. I am a real American. That's what they should have played. I'm I am, yeah. And four plays, um, he's out. Um, uh, and he's... An injury like that, let's be honest. 39 years old. Uh, come on. Do you think he's going to ever play it was, again? It was said, I'll tough. be back. The thing is, it was like every when you were watching it, every time he went back to pass, he was literally under duress from the yeah. moment he was out there. The offensive like, line the was Bills not like, and the Bills. Bills yeah. Leonard Floyd, so it's like, come on. You were, you were just sitting there being like, well, all right, yeah, if he survived that, was he going to survive the whole season? Mm-hmm. Because the way the Bills are coming at him, like – that even when they were coming at Zach Wilson, but the moment he went down, it's like if you're the Bills, like you can't lose this game. Like it's like yeah. Josh Allen comes out and says, "I lost the game." It's like, yeah, you did, dude. Yeah, and I don't like he and not lost the game. Like he embarrassed himself, like in a way. Like you had because every he went, opportunity. He looked like a rookie. Yeah. He looked like a rookie. Like all he had to do is just not turn it over, throw it into stupid double coverage. He's always trying to make like to look a play and. I think like Dan Orlovsky said it best. He just said he needs to just grow up. Mm-hmm. You just can't do that. Like no one else does that <laughs> in the league. And if they do, they get benched. I mean, so I yeah. there's something with him. I don't know what it is. It's it's a little concerning. Um, if but again, he's got he's got the Raiders next week at home, so he's probably going to be able to come back, have a good game, and hopefully all is well. But it's a bit concerning. But that Jets D is for real. Like, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Like you watch them play, and they are like it's painful to watch your, your offense against them because it's just they shut everything down. 
You know, Stefan Diggs was the only real option Josh Allen had, and all the kind of question marks everyone had is like, who's going to be that number two option? And Gabe Davis was invisible. You know, Dalton Kincaid's a rookie. You know, James Cook looked pretty good. Pretty good. He had some moments, but again, it felt like it was the same thing. It's just like if it's if Josh Allen has to try and do everything himself, and then this time he he got caught. Handed the cookie jar. I mean, it's this thing we talked about last year. It's just force feeding the ball down the field. Like it's just like, why do you have to try to jam it down like, like stop, that? Stop, man. And, like you just sit there and be like, stop. Dude. And you're like, why? Stop. Why can you not? And there's other players open, and you're like, he he's just trying to force feed the ball down, and that was his problem last year. And you wonder if it's he needs an intervention because he keeps trying to do this, and there, you've got now you've got Kincaid, you've got a few different options where you can spread it around. Maybe it does. Maybe it does take to bench him. Maybe it does take him <laughs> to watch someone else and go. You know what? He's going to do the playbook. You don't do the playbook because yeah, because he had guys open. He could have ran for a first down on one of those like easily. Yeah. And it's like he just wants to do the highlight reel. Wants I want to be and a NFL, hero. Yeah, they've taken it away. Like uh, quarterbacks, like defenses have gotten too good, and they're taking away. There's actually a thing that the deep ball has decreased so much in the last couple of years because defenses have just taken it away. Like Mahomes never goes deep anymore if you watch him. Like, yeah. When was the last time you even saw him throw it deep? Just dinks and dunks. But Josh Allen refuses and just keeps throwing it deep and keeps getting intercepted, and he has to learn that. Dude, you're six years in. You can't be making yeah. rookie mistakes. Like It's unacceptable. It's It's this hero ball. He just kept playing hero ball the whole time. You're like, come on, man, just relax. Yeah. Um, and it's worrisome because, you know, this was an, you, you're like, you literally, and I got, I hate to use sort of a, the, the 9 11 because that's what DraftKings got caught, but you literally watched uh, one of the towers of the NFL fall. And, and all you had to do was, was, you know, take advantage of that moment. They didn't. And maybe yeah. maybe it was too much for them. Maybe, maybe they're all like, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers out. <clears throat> I don't know. But this was an opportunity. It's like oh, Aaron Rodgers out. Zach Wilson stepped up. And whatever it is, whatever it is in that hard knocksing, Aaron Rodgers really infected that kid. And it was good. He played enough that he needed to play. He's not, you know, he can win a few. But on yeah, the back of that great defense. Great play by Garrett Wilson. Great yeah. play by Garrett Wilson. Great punt return. Bad yeah. punt. Just bad, bad football by Buffalo. Shouldn't have lost that. Totally on Josh Allen. You gotta get it back. But I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit more worried about this game next week than I than I was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean it's it's getting that ship right because you you sh- you know they've got to figure it out because and he did say in that press conference the same old crap from last year. Well, like that's on you, <laughs> you know. Like it's not on anyone else. It's on him. Um, and and the fact that he chooses to make those instead of having to work with a quarterback coach to make adjustments and go, Hey, you know, you, you see the guys in like triple coverage. Don't throw for him. Try to hit that tight end or this other guy who's making a cross. They've got to design some plays for him. Yeah. He needs, that, to get, needs to get, he needs to be adaptable because he he's not, or else, <laughs> you know, you're right. He could have to get benched because if he's not, I don't know. It, it's just, it's not working. All right, so we got a Thursday game. Ryan, we're going to take a look and make our predictions for. Um, it's a Thursday night football. We will make our picks in the next podcast coming up before week the, in the week two. But Thursday night football, it's the Minnesota Vikings. We're we still allowed to call them that. That's offensive. 
They're 0 and 1, and they're facing the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. That is also Ooh. a bit offensive. Right. Eagles are 1 and 0. The spread in this one was six and a half. Uh, 48 points is the over under. Few injuries in the Eagles, including Gainwell, um, a couple other players that have been uh, knocked out. Um, this game, you know, Eagles. Um, I, I don't know. What, what do you think of this one? It's two 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 teams that kind of want to reassert themselves. It feels like like the Eagles want a little bounce back with their their offense. I think they're playing a little bit of a much weaker defense. So I think you're going to see a lot more maybe Hurts airing it out to AJ Brown. So um, I think you're going to see because it's in is it in Minnesota? It's or is in it Philadelphia. Philadelphia. It's in the, so it's in the Philadelphia. stadium they're where they're going to have batteries thrown at them. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to want to put on a show. So I think Hurts is going to have a good game. They're going to be able to. I just think Minnesota's going to be overwhelmed. I think especially after the way Philly played last week, they're going to want to kind of reassert themselves as the number one seed in the NFC, especially the way San Francisco played. The crowd will be on their side. And Kirk Cousins, I think, is just going to be in for a rough a rough ride. And it's just going to – let's see what happens with Jefferson. You know, if they keep losing, they go to 0-2, 0-3. He's going to start getting upset and disappointed. It's, it's, it's looking it's, – it's worrisome for Minnesota where this could potentially go if this game goes badly. So it's they really needed that win last week because now 0-2 is going to be a big – a big hill to climb out of. So um, I, I think Philly's going to win. I think they're at home. They're the better team. They're going to be able to get to Cousins. He's going to They're going to pressure him. Cousins on the road is not as good. Um, so I'm going to go with Philly to win 30 to 24. Six points. So you got it just pretty much because the line is now six. So you've got it. Uh, it? Minnesota to cover. Yeah. Um. I, I also think Minnesota will cover this one. And I think one of the things that sort of was worrisome uh, about watching Philly is Ramondre Stevenson just ran through them and, and they had a problem with the run. And and so if Minnesota is able to use Madison sort of as sort of a distraction, and then you open up the deep ball. Last week, so. He didn't look great, but you've obviously got to make adjustments. If you notice the fact that they're letting this run go through, I think, you know, I think that Minnesota obviously needs to get right. I think that this is one where the Eagles have lost a few guys here. I, I've got Minnesota to cover it. I've got it a low scoring game. I've got it 26 to 21, uh, five point spread, uh, but Philadelphia wins. That's it. That's it for our uh, week one review and our Thursday night football preview. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Uh, we love, uh, you know, talking NFL and love that you listen. Also get in touch. Uh, we'll have some news on some NFL parties here uh, when the international games happen. So uh, we'll let you know all about that. Thanks again for listening, everyone.